At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. There'd be a lot of poop in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Seen a six foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big. Mm -hmm. Abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the... Mothman. <laughs> There's no need to feel down. I say, Mothman, lift that child off the ground. I said, Mothman, swing your new friend around until he is a bloody pulp. Oh, jeez, you went oh. dark. <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> Just swing around, wring his neck, Mothman. Do it. He he needs coal for Christmas. Hey, welcome back to Crypto Corn Podcast. Oh. I'm the great and powerful mystery. I am Jay Clone. Oh, where's my dice? Oh, you, you under your hat. Oh, I threw my hat on it. Today, I am Jay Clone 25. Ooh, boom, boom, boom. Is that a five? Yes, it is. It's a, it's a Hopefully, everybody had a good Christmas. Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the year. Happy New Year. Yeah, so get with the program. It is. It literally is New Year Day. Yeah, it is New Year's Day. It's the first. That's a Happy New Year. No way we're recording this on Christmas. No, we're not. It's the day after. (laughs) All right. So Post-Christmas. What's that day? I mean, the day before is Christmas Eve. What's the day after? Boxing Day? Hangover Day. 
Oh, or that. All right. Today's episode is all about the Mothman, like it's been for the last two weeks. Minus the Christmas episode. Minus the Christmas episode. We had to take a break. Yes. So today's only going to be about 2017. So 2017 Mothman sightings in the Great Lakes, Chicago land region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have them. So once again, you guys remember this is from, uh, well, Lon Strickland, or Strickler, sorry. Lon Strickler. There we go, yeah. It's, uh, it's from his website from Single Fortean Society. He did a really good job breaking down, interviews all these people, him and several other people, which we'll mention. Basically, I'm going to read the title from a lot of these, and some of them we'll dive into, some of them we won't, because they're just, you know, we've read a hundred of them so far. So. Say, sounds like 2017 is the hot year, huh? Yeah. Uh, yes, a lot of them. How many, how many, like, roughly, you think? I think part? 50. That's a lot. And some of them weren't full interviews, like, uh, Lon couldn't get a hold of some people and such. You That's know? like one a week, almost. Yes. Uh, a lot of them on the same day, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Interesting. That. In the same area. That's a piece of the puzzle, I Which bet. we talked about a long time ago with like uh, the Ohio River Manta Ray and that kind of stuff. When you have two different people seeing it in the same area, reporting it pretty much the same time. Right. That's kind of a good piece of evidence to say, like, look, there's maybe something to this. Some, just add some credence to it. February 8th, 2017. A man driving on inter- Interstate 294 reports seeing what he thinks is a person that turns into... A large black bird. Hmm. Shapeshifter. Yes. That's not the only time we'll talk about shapeshifters today. Okay. But yeah, so do you want me to read the encount? Yeah, might as well. It's the first one. Let's, yeah, let's, it's pretty interesting already. A sighting of a strange shapeshifter being, could be related to the recent flap of flying humanoids report coming out of Chicago. In the comments on this article appeared in True Singular Library website, a woman recently recounted seeing something with her husband while he was driving uh, at night near Chicago. The following account occurred on February 8, 2017 at midnight. Oh. Right, she said around. Okay. Not like on the it dot. struck midnight. We seen a man turn into a bird. And then the lightning hit the clock tower and oh wait, different movie. Different movie. Oh uh, okay. So she starts out. Okay, this is crazy. But on February eighth, after oh now she says about one AM, I messaged mm. a medium friend of mine. The woman continued. I'll copy and paste the message I sent. Here's her message. Hey, sorry to bother you, but you were the first person I thought of about this. Oh, I thought sorry, I didn't know what you were doing. I had an itch. Uh, what do you think this is, and what do you think it could mean? My husband, John, who is a huge skeptic of all of this stuff and doesn't believe in anything, he was driving home in the dark, and he saw what he thought was a person running on two legs across the highway. And then it turned into a giant black bird and flew up. He swears he was, it was running on two legs, and it was the biggest bird he had ever seen with extremely long legs. What are your thoughts? Sounds very creepy to me. Shapeshifter, angel, demon. He's creeped out now. Hmm. So I have a couple thoughts. Before that, let me let me finish a little bit. There's okay. only a little bit left. Uh, we came to the conclusion it may be a shapeshifter, she said. This happened on uh, 294 near 111th Street shortly after midnight between Worth and Chicago Ridge, Illinois. Then today my friend messaged me and asked if my husband thinks it was the Mothman, she continued. We Googled it, and it popped up crazy. He said it sounds exactly what he, like what he saw. My husband doesn't believe in this stuff, and when he got home, he was white in the face and had goosebumps. If anybody else has told me that they saw this, I wouldn't believe them. But coming from my husband, I know it's true. 
what does everybody else think it means? And then, so she goes in and posts, you know, from a message board and all that. Right. Uh, yeah, so what do you think? Well, at first I did think, obviously, when first thing I said was shapeshifter, but could have been an Andy and Condor. <laughs> Which, they don't have long legs, though. Oh, dang it. They have really short, meaty legs. There goes that theory. We were yeah. talking about everybody. We were talking about Andy and Condors this morning. On uh, Cryptos and, and Coffee. humongous. Yeah, humongous big birds and blackbirds. One of yeah. the biggest on the planet. So it could have been that. You know, and they need a run and start sometimes to take off. I mean, that's a 45-pound bird. It's, it needs some momentum before it gets takes goes up in the air. Or it's just some demon creature, shadow Which, creature. From the Chicago ones so far, it's been a lot more demons than Mothman. Yeah. There's only been a couple I've, that we've talked about where you're like, that's Mothman. Right. You know, that's kind of Mothman-esque. Most of them have been more like either winged monkeys, gargoyles, different kind of big insect, or straight-up demons. Or, yeah, like the things... Like book demons, like the Babadook or something like that. Yeah, like, you the know. scary, like, yeah, the fri- very frightening ones. The non... I don't know. None of this world demons. Mm-hmm. And I think this this could go either way for me. Classic Mothman, because he didn't report anything scary, scary. You know, obviously it freaked him out deeply because it was something he'd never seen before. Right. But nothing actually towards him had happened. True. As far as he knew, it was running away from him, and then it took off. Which is Mothman behavior, kind yeah. of. Yeah, getting away. Yeah. So a lot of the original Mothman sightings from West Virginia, it just was leaving. Right. Or like, just like, wanted, help me yeah. or leave me alone. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't but hurt me. Nothing ever really purposeful damage. Right. People got sick, but, you know, as far as we know, it could be background radiation from the creature itself, not purposely trying to make somebody sick, just something it had. It's shooting like microwave beams out of its mind to On accident, it's disrupt like, well, this your is how organs. I talk. It's yeah. like, this is how I talk. I shoot microwaves and. Apparently, your biology can't handle that. Right. Uh, so I could see it. I'm going to say it could be classical Mothman or this tall, slender thing that's been seen around Chicago. Like, do Sandhill Crane live around there? Yeah. They do? Yeah. There's a little habitat? Yeah. I bet. But no, I mean, I, this is where Sandhill Cranes are around Chicago. Wood storks and that kind of stuff. Oh, they actually are? Yeah. Okay. So Chicago starts right on like a big, it's called the Midway Flight Path. For migratory birds. Ah. So Chicago is actually, for birders, has a lot of cool stuff. I'm not talking like downtown. Right. Like we already talked <laughs> about Chicago has tons of suburb cities. Right. If it was downtown, they'd all be dead, especially most, that size. That, and now we already, we've gotten some bad comments recently because we diverge on yeah. weird little talks. Well. So here's one for all the haters. Did I ever tell you about the, the pelicans? What, in Chicago? Yeah. I don't think so. So... Literally, we were in, I think, the Dis Plains River, which comes up several times. Thousands of pelicans started landing. Okay. I mean, giant white pelicans, and they grow a crest on the end of their nose for breeding season that falls off. Okay. And I've never seen that before. Yeah. But they're all going down to breed. Thousands. We were in this little boat, and all of a sudden, the skies are just full of pelicans. Were they landing beside you and everything? Yeah. Okay. And we were apparently in one of their staging spots uh-huh. to make the, the trip all the way down the Mississippi Basin to go down to, like, the Gulf and stuff. Okay. So we were in their staging spots, and brown pelicans are endangered in the U.S., and we've seen a couple of those, but, I mean, thousands and thousands of white pelicans. Okay. It was kind of scary. Like, the birds, except right. they're huge. Right, yeah. I mean, the pelican really can't do nothing to you. Well, did they do anything to you? I mean... They made us have to leave the site and stuff like that because we didn't want to hurt them. Right. Because we were doing electrofishing surveys. 
uh, and there were literally the water is full of pelicans. So we had to leave so slow because there was too many. The pelicans couldn't get out of the way Fast from the other pelicans. Yeah, <laughs> it was just an interesting to see. So like, how much of that happened at night, and you couldn't really see them. Oh yeah, that would suck. Thousands of like you know four foot tall, six seven foot wingspan things just. You see all these eyes like flying light, around you. Yeah, lighting up the whole lit river. Pelicans don't make a lot, like a lot of sound. Yeah, like you know, they're not like big, loud like geese or swans. Oh gosh, yeah, those can be pretty loud. All right, there's there's the story for the haters. March sixteenth, two thousand seventeen, a witness reports a large winged being, porched or not porched, perched on top of a roof in Tinley Park suburbs of Chicago. So Noah went perched just watching this guy. Uh, we're not going to go into the full story on this one because it's very similar to a lot of the other ones we've already read. Okay. Uh, just kind of sitting there watching and eventually takes off. Freaks everybody out. Either way, wouldn't it? Right. Either Big Bird or Mothman. This one is definitely uh, more of that that almost that gargoyle or monkey like yeah. one we've been talking about. Very human-ish. You know, Mothman was a much more almost like an owl-shaped creature. This is much more people-shaped. I wonder if the little monkey people from... Uh... Like India, their their lore, if they had wings. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. March 22nd, 2017. A semi-truck driver reports suffering from strange medical maladies after spotting a flying humanoid soaring over the Chicago Expressway. Okay. So he's it's sick. And I actually have this one. So his name is Billy B. Billy B? Billy B. I drive a semi-truck with a large carrier company in Chicago. Uh, and that's what happened on March 22nd. I was at Rosen's, which is uh, Alpha Banking, at Cicero Avenue. Ooh, Cicero, okay. Not Cairo. I'm sorry. It's Cicero. You were spelling, you were saying, okay, I remember you're saying that, but it's spelled that different? It's spelled the same. Apparently, it's pronounced Cicero. Hmm. 2000, so it was uh, 290 Expressway in Chicago. I was at the park loading up, uh, loading bread there. I noticed a flying object around noon in the airspace in the south coming from the Midway Airport. The object looked like a man with wings, like Batman. I just thought it was an experimental drone or some secret government military test or the like. After seeing this picture uh, by the Indian statue, which is, he showed a picture of uh, the Chicago, like the, the sighting there. Yeah. It was from a previous one that we've already covered. Somebody put up a picture of this guy, like a wing guy flying through. Okay. I'm convinced that that's what people are seeing, and that's what I've seen. I have uh, I have three witnesses from this day to text prove that it happened. I absolutely swear that it was whatever Mothman is. The object was gliding around me and then disappearing into the clouds. It was very loud, but the expressway or it was very loud by the expressway. But I have no idea or recall it making any sounds or screaming. Shortly after I saw the thing, I had a uh, literally a strange health problem. That were documented. My eyes were getting super messed up, uh, like in the movies and other claims. Mm-hmm. And I have documents to prove this. And he goes through all this stuff. Basically, he starts having mild symptoms of radiation poisoning. Okay. And he gets MRI tests, and he puts all of this in the documents. And you know, obviously, his name's kind of blurred out, but you know, it's Billy B on everything. And he goes through, and Lon goes through with him. It's just weird. And he says the creature was the size of a small automobile. It's pretty like big. A car. Yeah. It's pretty big. But we've had several large ones. 
So we've had everything from this Chicago Mothman to bats to like this machinery almost. Like we talked about yeah. with some of the original Mothman. Definitely a hodgepodge. It's just weird. So what do you kind of think of this one? I think you might be on something with the radiation poisoning, but again, it didn't. Uh, hmm. I'm not going to say it didn't hurt anybody, but just like the byproduct of it existing. Yeah. You hurt. know, it, I don't think it purposely did anything to this man. Right. It's, like but it's saying, still, it didn't attack him or nothing. But a weird thing, it came from the big airport. Yeah. And maybe Which that's. In the final episode, I think an old buddy of ours named Jimmy Wu. May come on and have something to say about that airport. I wonder if uh, there's any like hidden tunnels that they had to seal off to keep these creatures in. Bum bum bum, bum bum bum. A woman. Wa- okay, next one is April tenth, two thousand seventeen. A woman walking her dog in Chicago's Oz Park reports a run-in with a paralyzing wing being. So there's another one with Oz Park. There's a lot have happened in Oz Park. Nobody go to Oz Park. So earlier this month, we reported three separate eyewitnesses that have seen an unidentified flying humanoid over Chicago between 10 p.m. April 15th and 2 a.m. April 16th. Now there's a fourth. So there's a whole bunch from this little mm-hmm. hodgepodge in this short area. Mm-hmm. Oz Park. Uh, so basically she said, I'm writing this out after taking a day or two for it really to think or really to sink in for me to think about it and what to tell others. When I saw the other night in Oz Park here in Chicago, I finally decided to write this all out and submit it would be therapeutic for me and might hopefully help identify whatever this was I saw and maybe help somebody else. I lived in Lincoln Park neighborhood in the city of Chicago, and I lived about a block and a half from Oz Park. When the weather was nice, I usually go outdoors in the park to jog with my dog. That night on April 7th was no different. It was mild and cold weather, and finally uh, subsided, so I decided to give a, the treadmill a break and go outside and walk. Hmm. So I began act, uh, my dog, though, began acting very peculiar and acted like she didn't want to go to the park. This is very strange. She usually, my dog, loves to go there. It goes absolutely nuts, runs around the park, has the time of her life. On this particular evening, she acted like she was mortified to cross the street to even get near the park. As we crossed the street, we came up to the area where the basketball courts are located and start the trail that goes around the park. My dog was practically begging me, and she was resisting me at every step. Mm. After much effort, I finally got her to finally cooperate and begin to walk. We walked east towards Oz Garden, a route that usually, uh, with my usual when I would take a walk or jog. As we walked towards the garden, I noticed that many of the birds that usually hear in the park were all silent, and the only noise you could hear was the usual city noise from the surrounding neighborhoods. As we rounded the sidewalk and headed south to the garden to my left, I heard what could only be described as a flapping of large wings. Ooh, okay. I really didn't give it a second thought as I assumed it was just something like a Canadian goose passing overhead that you see at the park. Right. You know, relatively common. As we come towards the clearing where we would find the baseball fields, something caught my eye and it still scares the crap out of me. I saw a large man, probably seven foot or taller, standing there on the ground. It was solid black, but what really stood out were the, uh, was out the, how large he was. I do mean, and, and also, an incredibly large pair of wings that were folded up behind him. These wings stood taller than the man, at least a foot to a foot and a half jutting out of his back. I could not see its face, or its face was turned away from me, but probably didn't notice me at first. 
It finally turned and noticed me, and I saw bright, ruby-red eyes that appeared to be glowing from within like fire. It was at this time it turned and faced me, and I got to, and I got to see what it really looked like. It was about seven foot tall. And instead of clothes, it looked like it had it looked like a giant half-man, half-bird thing. It reminded me of a character, bird person, from the Rick and Morty show. <laughs> Just a lot scarier. <laughs> this thing started, stared at me for 15 seconds, which felt like an eternity, until a loud whoosh and it unfurled its wings, screeched incredibly loud, and jetted off into the air. These wings almost looked like bat wings. They were at least 10 feet from tip to tip. I felt like it was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It rose into the air like a bullet. I heard it screech once more before losing it from view as it rose above the trees and possibly into the buildings. It was at this time I realized that I had yet to scream or react in any way. I felt completely numb from my head to my toes. I finished my walk uh, a little early and went home. I wonder why. Yes. So, what do you think about that guy? All right. First and foremost, we've said it hundreds of times on the show, I'd say by now. Trust dogs. Trust dogs. His dog's telling you don't go there. The dog put up a fight the entire way there. Yeah. If yes. you're dragging your dog to go into the park out of nowhere, this dog normally loves the park. Yeah. Be like, maybe we just shouldn't go in there you know today. What? Let's just watch a movie. Yeah. Simple. Trust dogs. That was my first, uh, I don't know, my first reaction to that story, but I don't know. It's There's a lot of weird things. This has definitely got that Mothman kind of feel to it, but with the screech, the red eyes and everything, but it's those red eyes. I still don't understand See where that falls. I don't know. This feels Mothman to me. You, what, you don't think so? No, much more humanoid, for, at least from her description, much more like a person. Yeah. You know, so I'm picturing human proportions, just really tall, just yeah. seven foot, and the wings are even bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, bat wings, though, but kind of a mix of bird and people features. Right, yeah. I don't know. It's weird, like a hodgepodge slapped together. See, a lot of the original Mothman sightings in the statue kind of gives it a bad view. Of what you think it is, or yeah. what, you, what it's Which supposed to look like? It's much more round in the head, much more, you know... It kind of it didn't have as big of a humanoid look as some of the things were being described here. Yeah, these are much more people, well, like, I, as in he, people shaped. And they, but they didn't describe its butt, so I can't get a good gauge whether it's Mothman or not without the shiny hiney proportions. So this thing just turned away from her. So did she heard a whoosh, and it could be just Canadian geese over her head first. Yeah, it could have been. There could have been this thing flying and getting ahead of her, mm-hmm. and it just seemed to turn, and it purposely seems to really freak her out. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, still, the the story that Daryl Sims shared with us about his alien encounter where he peeled the eye off and mm-hmm. there was red behind it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if those are the same red eyes that people always see with whatever these mythical beings are that, you know, they find in the woods or like this Mothman or with the glowing red eyes. I wonder if it's the same red phenomena. And that's when we get into the final episode. We can start yeah. talking about the Fae and, yeah. you know, this hodgepodge of... Different faces for maybe the same character. Or, or dr- creations, drones, mm-hmm. biological ones. I don't know. But this paralyzing effect. Oh, yeah. It's like infrasound or something, right? That or, you know, it talked about a lot with a lot of other cryptids, but the Mothman has that ability. Strike just strike fear. Yeah. And-, and it could be something much more mundane of just our bodies being like, okay, Freaked that's out. freaky. Yeah, and you're just frozen. You're... Almost like you're just analyzing the whole situation, like what you're seeing, and in that time, everything goes numb because you're 
100% preoccupied with, what is that in your head? I don't know. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Mid-April 2017, a man reports seeing a humanoid bat dragon. Okay. Near uh, Wakagon, Wisconsin. Bat dragon, huh? Bat dragon. Wait, in Wis- oh, Wisconsin, okay. Mm-hmm. Which is north of Chicago. Right, yep. It's not far at all. In the mid-April of last year, 2017, I was sitting inside my car when it was parked facing north in the driveway at my home, located in... I'm going I'm to skip it. I'm going to skip where his home is. I had been there on an extended phone conversation with an old friend on my way home and had not gone inside of my house yet, but I remember looking at the radio clock, and it was approximately 10.45 p.m. It had been a dreary, overcast, misty, rainy day. One of those days where it just drizzles nonstop, but never really turned into a heavy downpour. While shooting the breeze on that day's events, I looked up briefly from my dash of my vehicle, it was a minivan, and momentarily noticed someone who was there, or sorry, where was I? Someone who was very, very tall and very dark, just standing in the rain, about five or ten feet at most in front of my vehicle, perfectly still, with raindrops dipping down their body. Okay, yeah, not So you just look up and there's a guy at the end of the driveway just staring at you. Yeah, doesn't even care about the weather. A really big, a very tall man. An imposing figure. Mm-hmm. It was rather dark, but there was a post lamp at the end of the driveway near the road, about 40 or 50 feet away from where I was parked. So I could make out the silhouette of the slight of, you know, from the backlighting of the lamp. Mm-hmm. As I had been in mid-conversation, I looked away for a second, my brain not intentionally registering or, com- or comprehending what I had just seen. So within a half second, I did a double take and suddenly thought, wait a minute. What the F is that? Right. Naturally. Your, yeah. Your brain's like, ah, oh, just ignore that. Right. <laughs> You're like, no, no, wait a minute. As I forced, uh, as I forcibly decided to, my unveiling gaze back upon the tor- the creature towards, you know, the front of the vehicle, I said to my friend on the phone, you're not going to believe this. And I proceeded to quickly turn on my headlamps to stare at the thing as it gave... Oh my gosh. Is Sorry, I'm just having trouble reading. I turned on my headlamps and stared at the thing as I gave it a yet detailed as possible description to my buddy as I'm literally shaking and scared out of my wits. As I was looking at the creature, from the lack of a better term, it essentially looked like a seven-foot-tall bat reptile of some sort. The head, which was on the level of the roof of the minivan, or slightly even more elevated than the roof, was standing perfectly still and staring right at me. Its eyes were large, taking up a significant portion of the head of the forehead, from what I could make out. And altogether, it was dark, like black eyeballs. Mm. Which was scarier, Jay? Red eyeballs or black? Yeah. Gosh, I think black actually. Yeah, like a shark. Yeah, I know. I think red because black is like animal. Yeah, but black is like flesh and blood. Like kind of. I don't know. Like there's. When there's you see clips of people like you see those videos where their eyes are completely blacked out, it's just off putting and creepy. I mean, I guess it also would be if they were glowing red eyes. I guess I just haven't seen that. My only thing I can put close to that is the Terminator movie, and that's only one eye. See, but they look goofy in movies, right? Yeah. Everybody, like every superhero or villain that has glowing red eyes, looks kind of goofy. When they have the black eyes, they just look immediately scary. Yeah. All right, so large black eyes. There was a glint of a reflection, then which allowed me to discern what they were. In fact, definitely its eyes. 
It was haunting, for a lack of a better way to a creature's height. It was so quite large, possessing extra, extraordinarily swift coloration or swatty coloration, though slightly reflective, like skin or scales of some kind, not feathers or fur, from what I could tell. It was at least as wide as the large as a large man, but not stocky as they were. And I started I stared at it uncomfortably and I realized that it actually had huge wings. They were wrapped up around its body, exactly like a bat wraps itself in its wings hmm. while it's sleeping. Except this thing was standing upright, looking at me, almost taunting me, to let's just say, a definitely seemed ominous. Dracula. Yeah, it's very reptile bat. It's huge. Its wings are wrapped around it, but it's staring. It's standing kind of upright. Dra- it's Dracula. Very vampiric, a traditional like. Yep. Monster. My initial reaction was to tell my buddy on the phone it looked like a giant bat dragon thing. To which he asked if I was drinking or something. I assured him that it was really standing there in front of me. You know what I would have done? Run it over. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I would like start the car. You immediately drive. stepped on the gas and step was on the gas, screaming at it as you're running it over. But it'd probably be like David Lopan and Big Trouble in Little China and just like gesture you to run it over and then you'd run right through it and it'd be like a ghost. That'd make me feel better that it's not like physical, physical. Huh? Or I'd hit it and it'd be dead. <laughs> or you hit it and it doesn't do anything like Superman. Superman? Oh, like, like it, it just stops by your a car and it just like stops. You're yeah. like, oh, that's bad. Uh, my brother drew up. Ah, uh, never mind. The bottom of its face, quote unquote, mouth was completely covered with what looked like a fleshy-looking wings wrapping around its body. And I couldn't tell whatever it was. It was certainly physically powerful, as its rather wide shoulder-wing things area appeared to somewhat show manner of musculature. And there it was standing there. It seemed like it was just a general humanoid body shape under wrapped wings. I could not see its feet, since they were standing so close to my vehicle, nor could I see anything below what I imagined to be considering of its knee level of the creature. That's how close it was to me. I was so very afraid. As soon as I gave my uh, my friend on the phone a description of what I was seeing, I noticed that it seemed to very quickly move. Although I did not see it unwrap its wings or walk per se, it just simply, as I described, a blur, like a blurry, brief mo- movement in the headlights, and it was gone. The entire time I observed it before it had vanished, it had revealed only about 20 seconds. But considering the uneasy upward way that the thing was leering at me, that was too long. Yeah. So, yeah. It freaked, you know, it just immediately, like, vanished. So, almost phased out of reality. Is that what he's saying? Or Yeah. So, basically, he's staring at it, and all he, sees, he doesn't see it walk, doesn't see it disappear, like, take off and fly. Yeah. But it, like, blurs and it's gone. Yeah. So he thinks it was moving so fast that it blurred. I think it could have phased. It's Dracula. That's what they do. Very bad. Yeah. Either way, not a not an enjoyable encounter, I'm sure, at all. Not good. Not good. A lot in April. A lot in April. So April 15th and April 16th, there were three separate eyewitness reports seeing an undefined flying creature over Chicago. The very basic ones, you know, like we've talked about, this kind of man figure with wings flying around. Gargoyle, Mothman, yeah. uh, Demon, Dracula. April 17, Big Bird. 2017. A woman reports a hulking, hunched-over winged being crossing the street as she takes her garbage out that morning. 
very giant bat like for this one. It's literally walking across the street like a bat, mm -hmm. and she's taking her trash out. This is like our fourth or fifth one with taking trash out. And that could be that it's you know you're going either out early in the morning, late at night, right? Kind it's of just deal. that time, yeah, yeah. And not that I don't think there's any big connection with the trash. No, no, no. Just the the time. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. But I just had to point that out. It has happened quite a bit where people see these things taking out the trash. Yeah, you see a lot of weird things taking out the trash. I saw a UFO. That's my only UFO sighting. I've seen some weird stuff. Nothing nothing paranormal, just neighbors. Well, well, there's that too, yeah. A man, so April 27th, a man fishing with his son on the banks of the little uh, Claymont in Chicago reports seeing a weird winged being after hearing an eerie, unexplainable sound. Uh, real, Just real simple. Basically, they're fishing the little Claymont. They hear what he kind of describes as metallic screeching. Oh. And what, from the basic description I get is that it's almost like when, like, a, a belt's loose or something like that. Like, almost yeah. more bat than, you know. Okay. That high-pitched kind of squeal and then sees a giant flying humanoid. No, no. <laughs> Whoa, I just had a brain stroke. Not the metallic screeching sound that people sometimes hear when... You know, there may be a Bigfoot or something around. You know what I'm talking about? No, I didn't say that. Okay. But with some of these other cryptozoological entities, people hear what they describe as almost a metal door screeching. Right, yeah. Like on the hinges, just mm -hmm. opening. That's kind of... Could be it. Could be it. There's something there. We'll put a pin in that one and come back to it. Now, we're going to take our ad break. But before that, just a thought. If anybody out there is... A podcast editor. And maybe we'll talk about... I thought about handing over the editing of the main Monday show over to somebody and paying for it. Wow. For production value. Wow. So if, if you have that thought, if you have that ability, you know, email us at cribsofthecornpodcast at gmail.com and we'll, we'll set up an interview. Nice. Nice. All right. You ready for the ad break? Yeah. I'm going to click one of these buttons. I have no idea what they do. And hope it's... Hope it's sound. Ready? Spooky. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. That that sound was the Mothman flying by. That would be kind of creepy. <laughs> Ready for more Mothman sightings? Yeah. Okay. What month are we in now? Still we're still April. in seventeen, which is crazy to me that we're not even. We're just now to May. Okay, we're month five. May fifth, day after my birthday. May the fourth be with you. A man and his son report a bat-like creature while out walking 
at Claymont Park near the Little Claymont River. Uh, here we go again. So uh, the ad break may have thrown everybody off, but that was where the last sighting was in April 27th. So just literally the next week. Oh, okay. So another one. Uh, I was out with my son at Claymont Park about 8 p.m. walking the trail that we've walked since he was six years old. We were there talking about going on with our lives and our plans as we were, you know, doing planning stuff for the upcoming summer. As we walked towards the field house where there is an overflow, by which I thought a large goose, as we had seen multiple geese flying from around the city and suburbs in the last couple of months. As we watched, it quickly became apparent that it was not a goose, but something much bigger. So they see this overflow pipe and they think there's a goose down there. Overflow pipe? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Like the one you got sucked through. It's probably a kid that rode a tube through it. Okay. I can best describe it as an extremely large bat, but it had a decent human figure, about six to six and a half feet in height. It was blackish, purplish gray in color with an enormous pair of wings. It must have been there for eight to ten feet in width. My son was completely shocked and asked me what that thing was. My response was as equally surprised as I don't know. Right. This bat then flew up over the field house and then towards the tennis courts. I heard a couple yell out in surprise as the bat flew over the field house out of view. So this bat starts flying away, and they just hear somebody in the just go, Ah! What is that? <laughs> yeah, out in the, like in the background. But that must make you feel better, right? Right, you're not the only one seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it flew over the field house. I heard a couple yell in surprise as the bat flew over the field house with you. The encounter lasted maybe 30 seconds from the initial sighting to the flying up over the field house out of sight. The estimated speed of the bat was at least 50 miles per hour as far as, far as it had gotten from here to there. But yeah, bats, they couldn't give any great details because it was so fast. But it was definitely a bat-like creature. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? That's pretty creepy. It's good to have that extra person acknowledging it. So you're not crazy. You're not seeing just like, I don't know. Shapes and shadows that are freaking you out. It's actually something there. So the week of May 5th had a ton of sightings around this Claymont Park area. Oh, okay. So what's going on there? Uh, And some of the sightings are very basic. You know, that one wasn't in any great detail. Very quick sightings. But there was five sightings within a week of this one around the Claymont Park area. Mm. The furthest way they counted one was 16 miles. May. Is that that when mosquitoes spawn? I mean, there are a lot of mosquitoes in May. Hmm. Maybe there's a breeding ground here. I think mosquitoes pretty much reproduce when there's not ice on the water. Ah, see? It all adds up. Pinning the pieces together. But everything from the one was on Columbus Drive Bridge, which is right down the street. Uh, they had seen their daughter screamed, look at that, to the parents, and seen what they described as a giant black bat flying over the river. Oh, jeez. Another couple was eating dinner at a restaurant on the river further north. And had seen it kind of flying along the river. Yep. So whatever this thing was doing, there's a whole bunch of sightings of it in this week of May 5th where it's literally like flying along this river. And like you said, it could have been feeding on mosquitoes. We, we talked about that with or, like – Yeah, mosquitoes or any other bugs. Bugs. Or it could even be eating the birds that are feeding on the mosquitoes and, you know, larger prey. Right, yeah. Tr- oh, true, yeah. What Or is that one of the years the murder uh, moth hornet things spawn from after 30 Big years? bugs. Yeah. But no, so yeah, what are your thoughts? It's – there's not a lot to a lot of these besides very similar sightings all happening kind of the same area. Yeah. In the I, same week. That would be my guess is that it's feeding on whatever food source is readily available in that specific spot. Um, this one's very bat squatch. 
Yeah. Which we a long, long time ago. We did the Bat Squatch episode. Was not squatchy like whatsoever. You no. see some depictions of it where it's like a Sasquatch with wings. No, it was very. It's uh, a giant blue bat. Yeah, blue. Yes. But the blue could have been from the recent volcano explosion. Yeah. Like ash and the fur making it look much more paler than, you know, it could have been black. Right. So is this Bat Squatch? Could be. Could On vacation. Trying to see the bean. And uh, yeah, yeah, heck no. That'd be the last place I'd ever go on vacation well, is it's Chicago. A little, it's a little different when you're a seven foot tall bat. I guess, but Chicago, come on. I'd fly in there and smell the feces and be like, I'm not staying here. Lungworms. Yeah. May 19, 2017. We're not even out of May. A group of friends report seeing two giant bats performing aerial maneuvers near Aldrin Palatarium. They're courting. <sighs> Thank you for taking my thunder. Did, you, did I really? Yes. The behaviors described by these creatures, I kind of think this is a mis-ID. Okay. The behavior described by these creatures is very, very similar to bald eagle courting behavior. Ah, uh, see, I knew it. Wait, let me guess. They were interlocking talons. They were flying in, like, they were doing these loops and circles and yeah. stuff like that. They, As far as I know, the kids didn't see the locking talons. So for everybody at home, bald eagles will do these extreme arrow maneuvers. They'll lock feet and they'll basically drop. Yeah. Because they can't save themselves until they let go. But it's like a game to see how long you'll hold on. Right. The female has to let go first for the male to be allowed to, and they'll mate for life. So, you know, once they do this, you know, it's. That's awesome. Then uh, there's been there's been a lot of this time where both eagles will die in this courtship because they get accidentally locked together. Their talons kind of get locked. And they just free fall and dive yeah. into the ground. They just smack it to the ground. What a way to go. So I'm. There's there's a chance this may be one of these misids, to where they were singing from a distance a pair of bald eagles which are in Chicago they're yeah. there they're not extremely common but they're there and they're big birds they're huge I yeah. mean as far as birds go yeah. I mean they're people sized the small they're, people they're big yeah uh, and seeing a you know a breeding display or you know courtship display I just saw a video of that like on Twitter I think it was it wasn't bald eagles but it was something right on the coast. And these birds were doing these really cool. They're flying by these people, but there's two of them, and they were like doing these. They weren't locking talons or nothing, but it's almost like they were dancing. Yeah. And they were like, they fly together real fast, and then they just spread their wings out and do like this weird corkscrew loop together. Like, but they yeah. were mirroring each other. That's courtship. It was really neat. Yeah, uh, they they're incredible animals. Yeah. A mar- in May 27, 2017, a married couple reports seeing a large black bat-like creature with glowing red eyes near the intersection of North Wrightwood Avenue and North Lake- Lakewood Avenue. Yeah, screw the red eyes. Not a fan of the red no, eyes. No, again, very, very big bat. Yeah. Uh, they said glowing red eyes, but like we talked about with this, is it eye shine? People, These people may not get to see a lot of wildlife living in Chicago. Yeah. May not understand that, you know, there's reflective, which some animals do have reflective yeah. red because it's just basically reflecting the blood vessels off the back of the eyes so that it shows red. Mm-hmm. Or is it actually glowing? Right, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 hard to say if you don't understand. But it kind of seems like that one in the storage unit, remember? Yeah, true. That was just in the back of the storage unit. And yeah, in that lady's like that's the one that saw it earlier that day or whatever, earlier. And then it shows up in her storage unit. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. Another one, May 27th. So that's her second one for May 27th. Woman and her boyfriend report seeing a large black flying man with wings near the intersection of 127th Street and Ashland Avenue. Okay. 
So, so another very, flying. This is uh, similar to that one at the marina we talked about, I think, two weeks ago, one week ago. I can't remember now where it was like a man humanoid-ish, big, giant, black, flat wings, and just kind of gliding around. Where that one they thought it was basically a guy in a jetpack. <laughs> Which we'll talk about in the final episode, kind of. Oh, oh, no. The guy in the jetpack that was in Arizona that okay. nobody ever caught. What do you mean didn't catch? I think it was, it was out west somewhere. But a guy in the jetpack was like harassing airports and civilians for months. Oh wow! And pretty much the the what's the the air not the air force but the people the airplane regulators, the uh, FFA. Oh, or FAA. Or something FAA. Like yeah. Uh, we're like, yeah, it's probably a private billionaire screwing with everybody. What, like Bruce Wayne? Because they couldn't catch him. Hmm. And there are jetpacks now, people. They're just incredibly expensive. Yeah, I've seen it. I wonder, I wonder what the... But imagine what tech our military actually has. I've just seen on Shark Tank a guy basically come on with a, like a goblin board. Oh, my gosh. Great. Just like Spider-Man is yeah. predictive programming. There you go. So June 3rd, moving up to June. Two different couples reports encounters with a large bat-like flying humanoid in Lincoln Park area. Again, Lincoln Park. But yeah, two separate, same day, two separate couples both reported in. Uh, one had a police report where it was a, basically a humongous bat flying around. Is that where Linkin Park, the band, got that the name and, and then that song where it's like, I've become so numb, I just seen Mothman. Yes. The hidden lyrics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so moving up to June 17th. A jogger near the Navy Pier reports an enormous bat taking or taking wings in flight towards a water treatment plant. Oh, yeah. Ever seen that big? Yeah. So another long string of, of flying humanoid sightings uh, came out of Chicago the week of June 17th. The following report took place near Navy Pier. I was out late for a jog Saturday evening around 7 o'clock p.m. Real quick. There's a lot of areas in Chicago. You know how you tell if you're in a good or bad area in Chicago? If you're jogging at 7 p.m.? If you see a woman, if you're driving through and you see a woman jogging after 6. It's a safe area. It's probably fine. It's a good indicator. I'm not joking. You know, I lived in Chicago basically four months of the year for four years. And that's how we would kind of tell if we could, if we could leave expensive stuff in the truck. I, I, I was in Chicago once in my life where I actually stayed there for a couple days. And anytime I went outside my hotel room, I felt in danger. Yeah, you're probably in like Bolingbrook or... I don't... I have no idea. This was like 10, well, like 12 years ago now. Maybe more. Shoot. 13. So she was out in a jog on her usual route along the lakefront jogging trail towards Navy Pier. As I passed the Ohio Street bench and headed towards the pier, I saw what looked like a giant bat that was flying under the bridge that holds up the North Lakeshore Drive. It flew parallel to the East Grandview Avenue and then up the up to the trees towards a water treatment plant. The whole incident lasted only a few seconds. Getting the exact details are hard due to the low light. I can only make educated guess and say that it looked like it was the height of an average man around six foot tall, uh, but it also maybe was 15 to 20 feet away from where I saw it. So it was it was kind of close, but it kind of flew fast, you know, as it was going faster. Yeah. It looked like a great giant bat, solid black in color as it stood out against the buildings with its wings. Its wingspan was at least eight foot from tip to tip. It was silent as far as I could tell. But there's also a lot of noise from the city area and traffic, so I may not have heard it. I I know it was not the only one that saw it. There were six to seven other people that was jogging, walking around, also saying, look up, look at that. What is that? 
Mm. So have you ever been around the Navy Pier area? Tons of people all the time. Uh-uh. So a lot of other people seen this thing flying around. Okay. I checked my watch to, uh, to make notes at the time. It was 7.08 p.m. and the weather was cloudy. We had a storm pass through that earlier that evening. And it looked like uh, there was more on the way. Thunderbird. Oh. It was visible lighting, lightning coming from the lake. So there you go. And she goes into a little more detail. She, she was actually an extremely, unlike a lot of eyewitnesses that don't think to write down, she wrote down all the information she could think of. The time, mm-hmm. the weather of the day, the weather of the incident, where it was heading, the direction. So re- really interesting stuff. Detailed encounter. Details. That's They're important, people. Upgrades, people. What's that from? Robots. Oh, okay. Robots. Old movie. I don't know. Doesn't... Robin Williams is in it. Sounds yeah, it was an old car animated movie, yeah. but like three D animated, right? Yeah, it's been a while since I think they made a game of it, probably that I didn't have. All right, June twenty third, two thousand seventeen. A couple, along with a crowd of people, report seeing a large black bat like creature with humanoid features near Aldern Planetarium or Planetarium again. Alder, oh my gosh, Alder Planetarium again. The Planetarium, Planetarium, South Park. A second report received an earlier from June corroborates a sighting. So basically, this is in June. I'm sorry, July. A bunch of people also turned in sightings from this date. Gotcha. Okay. So this park is pretty crowded uh, near the planetarium. A bunch of people see this big bat. So basically just big bat. Big bat. A lot of those encounters described as big Mm -hmm. bat. June 29, 2017. A police officer, along with this officer's partner and a group of civilians, reports seeing a dark black shadow with wings. Standing on top of buildings before taking flight of the Auburn uh, Garshin neighborhoods of Chicago. An aspiring journalist later comes forward to collaborate the officer's story. How is like none of this more like important or brought up in the news so at all? This one we have two cops and a very famous reporter. Yeah. Have all came forward saying, Yeah, we seen what we thought was a guy gonna jump. Aren't people? Cons- That's why the people were there. Yeah, they thought it was a guy going to jump off the top of one of these buildings, and then he jumps and he flies away. Yeah. You're like, oh, not yeah. Changes the whole mood of the day. Doesn't that kind of like just? I don't know. I feel like that should be a bigger deal in a big city. Like there's this giant g- flying man. Yeah, by giant flying. Even if it is it, let's just say it is a giant bat flying around. Uh, Keep in mind, uh, it's Chicago, 2017. Yeah, other stuff was happening. Well, of course, it's always happening. So for this story to make it to the news compared to what's happening in Chicago. Yeah, I know. But think if it was any other decent sized city, probably would have made, you know, news and talked about this is Chicago. Right. We're talking that they have a murder. What is it? Every six minutes or something like that. Probably. But they're I don't know. Big cities are gross and disgusting and poorly ran on purpose. Chicago is definitely the worst one on this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, they're all gross, all of them. According to so the report the police officer gave from Garsham, I think is the neighborhood, Auburn Garsham neighborhood. Okay, uh, I think it's Russian. There's a lot of Russian neighborhoods and communities in Chicago. Recently witnessed a dark, uh, basically black shadow with wings flying around, staying on top of buildings. The creature stood and it took place at 11:15 p.m. on June 29, 2017. The report says the winged being was also reported seen by a group of people in addition to the officers. It's uh, I'm going to tell you about something that happened to me on the ninth, or on the ninth of J- June, ah, on the night of June 
2017. There we go. I'm reporting this on my own volition, and I'm willing to stay anonymous due to the fact that I am still working as a Chicago police officer in the Chicago Police Department, and I'm not wanting anybody else to know that I've submitted this report. I have been a Chicago Police Department officer for over eight and a half years. So I want to say something. He did talk to, I believe, Lon as his official name. Okay. Before going to uh, submit this full report for the website. Okay. To be like, yes, here's, I'm officer, blah, blah, blah. I will give you my report, but it has to m- remain fully anonymous. Okay, gotcha. So for everybody at home, because it's like, yeah, anybody can say they're an anonymous police officer. Right, yeah. There was a vetting process to go through to okay. get to this spot. The only people who know I'm submitting this is my wife, my son, who encouraged me to submit this, and my partner who also witnessed the incident. I want you to know that I am of sound mind and health, and he goes through this whole thing. On the night of June 29th, approximately 11.15 p.m., my partner and I were on route patrol approaching the intersection of West 81st Street and South Troop in the Auburn Gosham neighborhoods of Chicago, Illinois. We were flagged down by a large group of people that were pointing at the top of an apartment building that was on the corner. We pulled over and immediately started telling us that they looked up at the building. Many of the people were very frightened and were excited about what they were seeing. My partner and I took and seen what appeared to be a large creature that's approximately six to six and a half feet tall with a very thin if it had been a human it would have been uh you know starving the thing was standing on top of the building and it had looked like a pair of very large wings were extended out at least eight to ten feet from tip to tip no discernible features it looked like a dark black shadow with wings okay my partner and i both thought it was somebody trying to jump off the building and either wearing some silly costume or getting ready to commit suicide. Um, did you ever hear about the guy in France that jumped off the Eiffel Tower? No. So he put on these. This is remind me of it exactly. He was wearing his black. He put. He built these black wings, and he was going to jump off and like glide. And so he did it. He jumped. And instead of gliding, he just kind of free fell all the way and put a big dent in the concrete below and died. Oh. So we both shined our flashlights trying to get a better look at what we were dealing with. And the thing then took off and flew in the air. Huh. At this creature flew, headed in the southerly direction. Uh, something sounded like it was screaming came from it. Within a matter of five seconds, the creature had gone from our sight. Hmm. The people who were initially flagged us down had said that many people in the neighborhood had seen this thing on previous nights, Mm, especially the last two nights it had been extremely active. We stood there stunned as the thing flew away and disappeared into the night. We stood there, talked to the group of people. Oh, sorry. Sense is in here twice. Uh, We wanted to file this report uh, because after I told my son the story, he went online and showed me that other people had seen similar things in the city, especially this area. Gotcha. But yeah. So, like I said, the police officer did tell him, you know, the, the researcher who he was, but, you know, the support's anonymous. But we what do you think? some corroborating witnesses and whatnot, and yeah. it's a reoccurring sighting. Yeah. What the heck's this thing doing in Chicago, though? Why is it hanging around the city? Is there food there? Is there is it there for other reasons? You have to wait for part five. Basically, yeah. Gosh, yeah, I don't know. But another, no, another just... I don't know, Corrobor- or not corroborating, but another, I'd say, le- uh, the giant believable bat, So far witness. in 2017, the giant bat has really kicked up to taking over the sightings. Right. We've kind of lost the gargoyle. We've kind of lost the more pterodactyl or even avian ones. It really seems to be either the guy 
Or the giant bat. Or is it, what, was there like some propaganda on TV that people were unaware of that is just like subconsciously putting, putting the, giant, the giant bat like narrative out there rather than like steering away from the gargoyle or whatever, moth, moth band, anything Maybe like, the giant bats are eating the gargoyles. Oh, maybe that. Lowering I, the population of gargoyles. I bet they're just growing gargoyles like in some chamber underground at well i think they just the naturally produce, they eat pigeons so gargoyles are the natural predator of pigeons oh uh, that's then, why they put them on buildings to yeah. scare away the pigeons they weren't pooping all over exactly the churches exactly so and then the natural predator of gargoyles is actually bat squatches ah uh, and then obviously we know the natural predator of bat squatches is a thunderbird oh i was gonna say volcanoes thunderbird Okay. Well, where the thunderbirds come from? Volcanoes. Mm. See, so that's the phoenix. If you throw a, um, what is it? A uh, if you give a mouse a cookie, bat squatch will eat all the gargoyles. And if you throw a baby um, giraffe into a volcano, uh, it spawns a bat squatch. Okay. My, I think I, I think that physically hurt me. <laughs> There's our kids' book. If you give if you give a a gargoyle a cookie, it'll get eaten by a bat squatch. There you go. Okay, June thirtieth, two thousand seventeen. A security person taking a break outside of the Owl, which is a famous bar. Oh, okay. Literally reports a bat-like humanoid flying over an empty lot across the street. Okay. Real simple, and that's basically it says it kind of had a, a human torso, legs, but very bat-like in the top. Man, I wish when I did actually go to Chicago, I was aware of this stuff and had an eye out. I bet you I would have seen something. So, uh, July 1st, so finally into July, a witness reports two strange red lights in the golf course that closer resembles reports of a flying humanoid with glowing eyes. Basically, they see this big black shape flying in the golf course, mm-hmm. and they thought it had two big red headlights. Ah, but it was its eyeballs. They, he thinks it was the eyes. Okay. Very loose description, not very close, but hmm. very interesting one nonetheless. Right, yeah. I wonder if it was he golfing or just driving by the golf course, or does it say on there or no? Doesn't say. Okay. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. July 20th, 2017. A car full of friends on Lakeshore Drive reports seeing a quote-unquote giant flying bat-like thing. I'm going to give you the fast version of this one. Okay. It's... Like a giant fleshy triangle. Okay. This is uh, maybe. Oh, not the picture you showed me is anything. And I'll try to remember to post this on Monday. The picture of the creature they seen. This is much more like the manta ray, the giant flying manta rays. That or one or two like. So get this. Oh yeah. And suppose they had glowing red eyes and towards the front. Okay. But it had. Lights inside of its belly that were swirling around. Okay. Much more reminiscent of deep sea organisms, yeah. like jellies and such. Hmm. Interesting. I think this one may have been one of our uh, organic UFOs. Yeah, it looks... That happened to fly through Chicago in 2017 and everybody's Mothman crazy. <laughs> but what drew it in? Huh? What drew it in? This is actually the predator of Thunderbirds. Oh, gosh. Even further down the line. Somebody, one of the listeners, please make make this like a little cartoon, like a flow chart. Yeah, like um, what's that? What's that book? The if you give a mouse a cookie. Oh no, not that one. This something that ate the fly. It's an old like, lady, li- little old lady. You swallowed a fly. Yeah. So this is a this is a really weird one. 
but much more organic UFO style. Mm. Oh, I see it's eating the bugs too. Mm-hmm. There must be a big bug uptick. There is a big bug uptick. On July 24th, 2017, a man reports a giant insect-like flying creature taking flight in the, roof, the rooftops of Willis Tower. Ooh, Willis Tower, I've been there. So the witness contacted Lon, you know, from Family Monster. So according to Strickler, I received a telephone call from this witness at 7.38 uh, p.m. who stated that he'd witnessed a flying human uh, being approximately at 5.10 p.m. The time difference was about an hour, 18 minutes between the sighting and the call. The witness had stated that he attempted to calm himself down before calling and reporting the sighting. He had found the telephone number online and then called because, you know, Lon has all that information out there like we've talked about previous right. episodes. So it's very – that's why Lon's getting all this stuff is he puts a lot of money and time into putting his information out there for people to get a hold of him. Right. The witness states that he was driving down Franklin Tap Street on, and on uh, 325th South Franklin Street while smoking a cigarette. Uh, along this time, he, there were many other people walking on the sidewalk. He happened to look up towards Willis Tower. You know, it's a human-like figure standing on top of the tower in the perch position. And this being looked about six foot tall human with tall wings, exactly extended its few feet above its head. As he watched, the being leaped off the building, stretched its giant wings, dipped and swooped upward. It gained altitude as it flapped its wings and headed into a northerly direction. The witness states the being outstretched its wings were not very large, maybe six to eight feet from tip to tip. And he means not very large compared to the body. Right. Because, you know, wings, typically in most flying animals besides insects, wings are, uh, I think it's three to four times the length of the height of the animal. Right. Okay. Depending on which animal. Hmm. Like we talked about, the, you mentioned the Andean condor earlier, 12-foot wingspan, four foot tall. Right, yeah. So That's four times the length. Or three, three times, times the length. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's very jagged, and it had an insect-like shape to its head. Almost like a giant moth, he described. Where you could kind of see the head was separate from the body, but, you know, no neck or nothing per se. Just really odd shaped. So this is very typical Mothman Very much more of classical Mothman. Yeah. This being was also said to be extremely dark green in color. Ooh. And had a body from that of almost like a praying mantis. Okay, this is different. The legs seemed to be human-like that extended beyond the body while it was flying. He called it a human-insect-bird mix. It seemed to mute while it was in flight, like it didn't make any noise. The Winston tells me that he had not heard anything of the previous sightings. Well, a couple things stand out to me, though, on this that make me, like, wonder um, whether it's good or bad. I don't know. But it says on top of the Willis Tower, which if Fandom didn't know, the Willis Tower, formerly known as the Sears Tower, which is, I think it's the biggest building in Chicago, right? The tallest? Mm-hmm. I think it is. And then... uh how can you get like a height measurement when this thing's perched on top of that? Like, uh, did he say all the way on top of it, or did he say on it? I would imagine on top of it. Let I mean, me go back. I think he said on top. But either way, if it's unless it's like close to the ground, hanging on the side, I, I don't know. I guess I just don't know. So it wasn't fully on top of the building. It was on the side of the building. Okay, maybe perched on on see on the t- side of the Willis Tower. Yeah, these would be there still now because I was so, I was there in like 2000, like I said, when I went to Chicago, 2009, 10-ish. Uh, you can get up on top of the Willis Tower and they have these little glass boxes basically that hang off the side of the building. So you can walk out into them and you're just looking yeah, straight down. Yeah, the breathing down. boxes. Oh, gosh, it's scary. You look yeah. straight down, you're like hundreds of feet in the air looking First at the First time I went to Chicago, I got sick because the buildings sway. 
Oh, they sway? Yeah. If you're on a... They're designed to move a little bit. Yeah. They have to, like trees. That's why trees stand... That's why trees get so big. Yeah. Is they move. They have give. Yeah. Those skyscrapers have give. Yeah. All I know is... You don't feel it, obviously, when you're in the building, because yeah. it's like, you know, it's moving a couple feet for, you know, a 400-foot-tall tower, you know, over the whole building. Yeah. So each floor is moving centimeters. Gotcha. Uh... So we were there. We got off the bus, and I looked up, and I think it was the Wells Tower. And I looked up, and it moved. Yeah. And I about threw up instantly. Looking up at it? Yeah. I've had that before. Because it went... I did that in New uh, York yeah. when I was little, walking through and looked up at the buildings, and I immediately had to look straight back down because I was about to puke. So big green insect. Yeah, dark green, right? Yeah, dark green insect. Mm. Much more like a giant praying mantis mothman. This one's different. Yeah. It's like a Pokemon. Ooh. Like Scyther. All right, I'm going to rapid fire a couple for you because right. we're at an hour and we're not even through July. Oh, okay. Let's let's skip ahead a little bit. July 27, 2017, a person heading home from work reports a large bat-like creature perched on top of a light pole again. Another one. Another one. Another one. DJ Callen. All right, that's that one. Pretty much this giant bat man thing perched on top of a light pole. Uh, this is your first, if you started in the middle of this series, it's happened a lot. Right, yeah. In July 29th, 2017, two men report seeing a huge black shape gliding from Albany Park to Lincoln Square area. The Lincoln Square area is where the other organic UFO-like one was seen, and this one seems to be much more of the organic UFO type. It was just a big black square, but it wasn't, like, huge, hmm. like car-sized. Yeah. Uh, August 1st, a witness reports seeing a flying humanoid over Elgin, Illinois, or Elgin, sorry, Elgin, Illinois. That's pretty much it. Very simple, you know, man-ish, big wings flying. Flying overhead. August 2nd, a woman and her son are reportedly terrified by a tall, dark humanoid with membranous wings seen in a park near their home in Bolingbrook, Illinois. So this is that one where the drug dealers, I told this story on the show multiple times, where with the drug dealers, the park, we had like the, we lost the keys to the truck and we couldn't leave. And I had, to get, I had to get in the Uber and I was covered in fish slime and he had this... Oh, Very nice car. Yes, I remember now. Yes. That was like this is the park hmm. that happened in. This is what a couple years before that. It's couple. Yeah, this 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 is this happened two years after this incident. Okay, still full of gang members. Not a good place. Yeah, this is the very end of the park. Like you what know, if any gang members shot a Mothman or shot at one. Uh, I'm. St- I think they eat. Let's Mothman go, eat them. Let's go interview some and see what they what they yes. witnessed. No, thank you. You think they'd be accepting to us? Like to. Both of us walking through the streets. The weird thing about Bolingbrook is there's super nice areas and super bad areas. Yeah. Are you just glossing, not even acknowledging that? I don't want to relive any of this stuff in Chicago. (laughs) But yeah, basically this, yeah, they were terrified. A very tall, dark humanoid, much more demonic, like we Mm -hmm. talked about a couple episodes ago, where it's much, it's like a person with big membranous bat wings, big scary face. Yeah. And they see it. August 4th. A woman and her husband photographed a giant bat near a Mal's Melrose Park on the same day as a witness and her children report seeing the similar thing in the River Forest Park. Okay. I will try. So I got to post two pictures for on Monday's episode on Facebook. They'll be on Facebook. But this is the picture oh, wow. of the Mothman. I'm not going to say it's a great photo, but it did pass photo analyst test. So it is there. Whatever it, it is. It, whatever it is there, she took the picture of it. It exists in the picture. Like, it's not edited in. It's not modified. Well, you know what it is, right? Hmm. Someone's car cover. The wind ripped Could it off and blew it. it straight up in the air. And she was like in a parking lot. Yeah, see? This thing. Yeah. It's very... Mystery solved. 
it does almost look like a, a guy free falling. A guy free falling? Yeah, because it's like ah, with his arms back. I could, I guess, I could see it. It's a blob. Yeah, I just it's think it looks blob. like a big tarp. But it is a picture of something that's real in the air. Yeah, I can't dispute that. August sixth, two uh, concrete workers report a bat-like flying humanoid with glowing red eyes in Grant Park, following the Chicago Lollapalooza. Another one. I had a friend in Lollapalooza in 2017. Uh oh. And do you know what Lollapalooza is? It's a it's a concert or a yeah like a like a festival festival concert festival yeah, yeah music festival yeah yeah. Uh, not, not that kind of music, but it's you know people enjoy it. Not to be confused with Weird Al's album Alapalooza. Different thing. Different thing. Yes. Uh, I asked him if they heard about the Mothman at the time. They're like, no. They had other things they were worried yes. about. Yeah. Oh, they probably had other chemicals on their minds. Right. They probably did. They probably see a did Mothman. see a Mothman. Like just one of the guys. Yeah. That's one of the probably part of the, the show. Mothman. These concrete workers are probably the only people there not on drugs. <laughs> So the Mothman's like hanging out, dancing with all these people. Yeah, and they're like, oh, this is weird. And then the guys, the concrete workers, are like, oh, they're not on the drugs. Yeah, as it flies away after like, the concert's like over. a little comic of Bigfoot trick-or-treating. Yeah. Because it's like the only day I can go into town and, and no everybody one... not freak out. Yeah. I've won the, I've won the, what? There's that one comic where I've won the costume contest every year for five years in a row. What, Bigfoot? Yeah. Showing another Bigfoot all of his trophies. <laughs> oh, gotcha. All right. Uh, August 9th, a couple of reports being startled by a large winged being with bright red eyes flying over the car on Lakeshore Drive. So another one of these common areas where they see this thing, you know, it's big bat like creature, big red eyes flying over. August 10th, a city employee reports a giant owl flying over the Ohio, the Chicago, Ohio street bench, which okay. is where the other sighting where that lady was jogging had seen one fly over. Gotcha. Uh, August 21st, a woman had claimed, her and her friends had claimed reports of a large black bat with humanoid features in Chicago just prior to the solar eclipse. Mm, cool. August 21st, another one. A second sighting of a shadowy figure uh, humanoid reported occurring over Chicago's Wicker Park neighborhood. So just a lot flying over ahead mm-hmm. in August. And then, so that was 21st, and there was a whole bunch of them again on August 22nd the next day. Oh, boy. A truck driver reports seeing a large winged being with thick, glistening fur fly over the Chicago suburbs of McCook. There's a different little description. Much more bat squatches. Yeah. Or the guy said it had thick fur on its, like, especially on its chest and stuff. It seemed yeah. much more, what he was talking about, it seemed much more animal. He had seen a large animal. A lot of these are much more supernatural in description. Right. Yeah. And he's kind of seen a big animal. Mm-hmm. Big bat. Another one on August 22nd, a monstrous bat with a 12-foot wingspan was reported in the same area as McCook as the truck driver's first sighting. There's actually four sightings on August 22nd in McCook of a giant furry bat. So something's there. Yeah. And a lot of these came in separately. And like I said, Lon put them all together. They happened to be in the same area. And it could be a hoax, but it would be a very high-strung hoax. Right, yeah. I mean, with you would think somebody would have... Uh... Figured it out by at this point. If this many people are seeing it, yeah. You see the, the you know the wires hanging from the helicopter three hundred feet above it. Oh, yeah, August twenty seventh or drone, or that too. Yeah. Or tired police officer reports a dark gargoyle with red eyes in Forest Park neighborhood. Once again, Forest Park we've talked about, but back to gargoyle, and he kind of describes it as much more demonic, humanish. Yeah, much more like a demon. Yeah, which yeah, well, no thanks. Yeah, and he's a retired cop. 
He does give his name. I'm not going to give his name because we don't do that here. But he does give his name in the report and everything. But I'm sure if there's one place demons would want to hang out and live. It's Chicago. Chicago. They run for office there. That, that's 100% true. Or they take over the person that is in office. <laughs> August 28th, delivery driver reports seeing a large man with wings flying over an area of McCook, Chicago. Another McCook. Yeah, but just a couple days after, you know, same week. Hmm. August 29th, an avid, an avid bird watcher reports seeing a huge flying shadow over the forest preserve near LaGrange Park in the suburbs west of Chicago. Well, what did Ralph describe it as? <laughs> it's it's uh, like a big bird. Okay. No, it's just a flying guy. Okay. Very similar. Uh, late summer, this one doesn't have a hard date because the woman couldn't remember, Rockford, Illinois, reports a tall and dark humanoid with huge wings taking flight in her neighbor's yard just a block away. So she looks out her window, and she sees a guy just jump up in the air and take, take flight, flight from yeah. her neighbor's yard. What yeah. would you do that morning? I'd go back to bed. I'd call off work. Yep. I'd uh, close the curtains, and I'd go right back in the bed and just, all right, I'm going back to sleep. So September 7th, a family visiting the Lincoln Park Zoo reports a large creature with a giant set of wings flying over them in the zoo. Oh, wow. Escapee? Or he's he's having lunch. Or that too, yeah. Exotic meats. It's like, oh, the grocery store. It's, yes. It's like Trader Joe's. Yeah. You want a, a rhinoceros today? Yeah. If he's carrying off a rhino. Baby giraffe. Hippo. For the volcano. What's with the baby giraffe thing? It's for the volcano. Okay. So September 9th, a group of friends reports a black demon, literally their words, with large wings in Chicago's little village area. They describe this as like a demonic man. Yeah. Uh, with wings. Yeah. Screw that. Much more like modern depictions like Lucifer or anything like that. Definitely living in Chicago. September 10th, two witnesses report an unknown being gliding across the sky several miles away from each other on the Av- the Avalon Park and Douglas neighborhoods of Chicago. Mm, okay. Uh, two so of them. Two witnesses came in separately uh, seeing a, basically like a big gliding thing across the sky. I think it was the former mayor of Chicago. <laughs> So, September 11th, a woman reports a huge bat-like being circling above her buildings in the Kenwood neighborhood. Not that area. That's a nice area. It is a really nice area. I have no idea. It is nice. Okay. September 12th, a woman walking from her home reports a black devil in Chicago's little village area. Okay. She literally describes it as uh, about five foot tall, but looking like a guy, like yeah. an evil man with wings. So, there's something evil... <laughs> All right, keep going, keep going. So we keep getting, there's like four or five things being described. Right, yeah, exactly. And they're just picking a bucket. Well, earlier in the year, it was pretty much all the big bat. Now we're getting much more into the, the man. The demonic, yeah, man-creature man thing, yeah. September 16th, a pair of siblings report being terrified by a bat-like creature in the little village area. So these last couple have been all in the little village area in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the report goes into... They, this report was actually submitted in Spanish. Okay. Well, a lot of Hispanic people living in the little village area. Oh, okay, gotcha. And, you know, he had to translate it. But basically, they were seeing the best they could describe as a giant bat-like man on this area, just flying over, scaring everybody. So all their neighbors had seen it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Sept- Mid-September, a man uh, preparing for work in Michigan reports seeing a large winged being perched on top of his neighbor's roof. Okay. So across the lake. He's seen it on top of the roof. Mm-hmm. Just perched, though. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out. 
September 23rd, a man and his friend report seeing a large bird-like entity over Chicago's Disables Harbor. Mm. And this one is described as being extremely bird-like, like huge, almost Thunderbird. Okay. This, I don't think, is the same. Like we've already said, you know, you think there's a just... lot of different things yeah. being seen. This one is an ungodly big bird. Is all. It's basically how you describe it. Thunderbird. Not very... Condor. I think a lot of the human features are being pointed out very fast in yeah. a lot of these other things. Mm-hmm. So for him to go so heavy on the bird, I think it was just a bird, but big. maybe a thunderbird or a condor. So before California condors were extremely endangered, they came all through the Midwest. They weren't. They would go you know, hundreds of miles in search of food and then come back to their nesting sites. Okay. So for them to, you know, they're reintroducing them. They're doing all this stuff with California condors. It could have been that chance. The, the famous Illinois sighting of the Thunderbird where it picked up the kid mm-hmm. is now blamed on a California condor. Oh, really? Yeah. and Because it, it fits the description, the size, and the kid was like 30 pounds. They can carry that. Or is it just a cover-up for Mothman trying to... Now, it could be. I think or, Mothman would have just got the kid. Or a demon thing. I think they would just got the kid. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because he dropped the kid. Oh, okay. Uh, so it could have been, been a condor or something more, you know, Thunderbird-esque. Thoughts so far? I know I've read up like 15 of them really fast because we're only in September. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, we should probably skip ahead a little bit, don't you think? I'm. Do you, we're doing them all. We're doing them all? Mm-hmm. All 58? I'm just doing the headlines. All right, we'll keep, keep running through. <laughs> a family uh, on their way home reports a mass. And this is also included in a mass report of a red-eyed winged goblin that gave off the sense of evil. Ooh. So this whole community around Duke Avenue in Chicago reported seeing one night, September 24th, a like four foot tall little goblin, wings, red eyes, and it made everybody so terrified. So remember back, I think episode one or two we did of this, to where that little goblin flew over the hood? Yeah. And everybody felt like it was pure evil. Right, yeah. Same thing. Hmm. Back to that guy. Whatever that thing is, like this almost like gremlins. Oh, I think of his, uh, from Mermaid Man, Barnacle Boy, evil. Yes. So yeah. Uh, September 26th, a night a nightclub performer reports a man bat crouched on top of a light pole in Chicago's West Lakeview area. Man bat. Mm-hmm. Okay. September 26th, also, a woman and her son report seeing a monster bat in their backyard Ooh. right before it flies off. So I wonder if it had the purple or whatever, the fur. Mid, mid-fall, a young man and his sister report seeing a dark red-eyed being that took off in the sky like a literal bat out of hell in southeast Michigan. Uh, October seventh. So we're in October. We're getting we there. Go. We're getting there. A witness reports a large bat winged being flying over the river north and the river north neighborhood. Okay, just a big bat again. Yeah. A couple report uh, in October twenty seventh. A couple reports associates with a man sized flying humanoid while sitting in their car in Pittsburgh Park. Okay. They don't. Not a lot of description. It terrified them. Right. They seen it three or four times. They were screaming. It made noises. But not good description because it was late at night. It's just crazy. Like I think they were necking. Oh, gotcha. It's just crazy. Like there's this many stories, even just this year alone, of whatever type of creature or creatures, you know, kind of fit this similar mold. And yet the Point Pleasant one, you know, got all the movie, got all gets all the publicity. To me personally, it was because it was more. Well, first off, it was in a different time around the, the now the second worst bridge collapse ever. In the U.S. history. But at the time, the worst bridge collapse killed the most people. Yeah. In U.S. history. So there was a lot more 
focus on it. But there's just, you know, that, yes, 100%. There's just no interest in this now. And I think there's no congruency. Okay. There's not one thing being seen. No, 100%. And yeah. I think that's the problem. Oh, is that you, if you're the, if you're the pterodactyl people, because there's, you know, a bunch of researchers in cryptozoology looking for the pterodactyls. Yeah. Half these, most of these sightings are not worth your time. Right. The big bats, you sure, you could tie into the pterodactyls, being the modern pterosaurs. You just think that would create more interest in this whole situation, but it's doing the exact opposite. Now, here's a weird thing with 2017. All stops in October. Oh, really? Dozens of sightings every other month. Hmm. Nothing in November. Oh, nothing once, in December. Okay, that, you know why? It's because when Halloween hits, the portal door closes. Mm. And then two, 2017, two plus zero plus one plus seven equals ten, which reduces down to one. And that means, uh, well, I don't know what that means. I'm not a numerologist. <laughs> so we're going to end this here. And we'll actually pick back up on Wednesday with the rest of the sightings. And we're just going to bulletproof read, like bullet read them unless there's one that really interests you. So from 2018 to now. present day? Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, the last one we'll cover was just a couple months ago. Ooh, juicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then we'll have fun with it. Any questions? What are your thoughts so far? I uh, mean, I think we can boil it down to just saying that there's multiple phenomena seem to be going on in this one area. And... We're, we're going to figure out what's going on here by the end of this. We're going to figure it out. Yep. I got my thoughts and theories, but I feel like it's all about to come together. I know who caused this, just so you know. Michael Jordan? See, no. Oh, okay. I think that Chicago, like Point Pleasant, we talked about it in our uh, West Virginia Mothman series, had a tremendous amount of life loss and, you know, destruction caused in and around it, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that's kind of what got Chicago started. And then I think somebody in 2017 or a little earlier came along and did something and pushed on the accelerator. Mm, okay. And caused a lot more things to pour out of somewhere. Okay. Any guess who? Uh, Barack Obama. No, who we blame in the final episode may get me in a little trouble. Oh, stay tuned then. Stay tuned. There's your juicy hit. Yeah. I've been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Clone 25 We'll catch you on Wednesday with more exciting Mothman tales. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review, and remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash CryptoTheCorn.com. And don't forget, stay magical! What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com.